What's good, everybody? This is Silas from silasbeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 32, and in it, I want to talk about something that I spoke about um, in my uh, my weekly voice notes that I do on WhatsApp. Uh, those are picking up quite nicely. Really, really appreciate that support. Um, so I just wanted to elaborate a little bit more um, on that. I know some people don't like listening to these longer... Uh, it's longer podcasts, um, but it's chill. I'm just gonna uh, talk my talk. So um, I spoke about demand, right? And how any service, any sort of anything that you're doing requires demand, right? And as artists, as music producers, we we're either selling a service, be it mixing or mastering. Or performance. A performance counts as a service. You're performing in front of people. You are servicing the crowd. Um, yeah, so you've got that situation going on. Or you are providing a product. Maybe you're an artist and you're trying to sell your, 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 your CD, your top, your merch, whatever it is. But you are providing a product that you're selling, right? So you've got that. Now... For people to want to buy your stuff, now people always ask, they're like, why, why do people not buy my product? Like I've got, I get maybe a hundred listens on, on, uh, on SoundCloud, but the moment I put it on Spotify or I put it on iTunes, no one's buying it. And I'll say to them, what is, do you know what your demand is? And they'll say, yeah, no, people love my music. I'm like, great, people love your music, but what is the demand, you know? And I'm sure there's some formula out there some mathematical formula or some sort of way of figuring out what the demand is but because we are all DIY artists we kind of need to figure that out ourselves what is the demand on your music do people say how much is your CD do they say how much are, how much is your service right when I first started out people never used to ask me that people would say ah oh, dude I just want to come through and record this joint and I know a lot of people get that and sure most of the time it's because uh, people just don't want to pay like this is this is straight up this is a fact people don't want to pay for services right or they want to pay the absolute minimum for a good service people tell me dude uh, do you know anyone who um, anyone who records uh, at a cheap price but does a really great job and I'm like ah you're gonna struggle because you know when people know their worth chances are they're gonna charge a little bit more that's just how life is someone will say to me can I get good quality cheap speakers like it's almost an oxymoron because you 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 want one thing but you want the other and unfortunately in life it's it usually works that way your your price is proportional to you know the kind of quality you're going to be getting anyway when i first started out my beats um i even mentioned it in the last pod in the last podcast that my beats were they were cheap like my beats weren't hell of a lot my I think my beats were even free to begin with the recording sessions I must have charged like 50 bucks 50 rand and that really is nothing I know we were all students but it was nothing for, for a whole session that was 50 rand that I'd go and spend on whatever it was um, so at that point no one really knew about me but I did what I could then I realized at that point that I'm not going to be able to get out of this until people start to hear about me and like my work. When that happens, when people like my work, they're going to come back to me and it's almost like, you know, the whole thing they say with, 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 um, with uh, drug sales, that the first hit is free. 
right? But now, because there's a demand, that person's going to come back. Right? They're going to come back and be like, I need more. Right? I need more of what you've got. So I did the same. I use that same principle with my beats now that I think about it. I, I put out two beat tapes um, over a couple of years, well, a bunch of years. Um, one was the seven days beat tape. Um, I think the beats were actually numbered like that. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then the other one was Armada beat tape, which was, I don't know, I used names of ships. I don't know, I was weird. Um, so in total, there were 17 beats that I had online circulating the internet. I told myself not to expect anything from these beats. They were my uh, business cards. So when people asked me, um, do, do you make beats? I said, yes. They said, can I hear them? And I'd say, actually, I've got free beats that you can go and download and use. And, you know, that's, it was great because, you know, who doesn't like free beats? People started using them. I started to see the numbers go up. And then I thought to myself, let me actually set myself a goal. Try to get those downloads right the way up to about 15, you know, 20,000 each on each of those beats, on each of those 17 beats. And I was like, if I can get to that point there, surely, surely, surely the demand will be a lot higher. So I got the, I pushed the beats, I pushed the beats. And another thing that I did, because I, know, I knew the demand was not there, I had to go shop for work. I had to go on the offensive. I had to attack people. I had to say, look, I know no one's coming after my beats. Let me jump in and try and ask people. So I'd go onto Twitter and I'd ask, or I'd search. It actually took a while to find these people. And I'd search them and I'd search and I'd search and I'd search and I'd find people who are either looking for beats, you know, they, or they're artists and they don't really um, know where to find beats, or they've found beats and, you know, I just want to offer them more beats. And that's how I worked it. Um, I would then DM them and I'd say, look, um, I'm a music producer. Um, a lot of people did not, um, did not reply to me. Like, there must have been, I must have easily sent out maybe 500, 600 messages. And in terms of replies, I can imagine maybe got about 100, maybe 100 replies, maybe a little bit more. But a lot of people didn't reply. The reason I say that so confidently is because now, these days now, all of a sudden I'm getting people replying to my messages from 2014. It's the funniest thing. It's crazy. Like, yeah, man, I'm interested in your free beats. But like now in 2018 and um, the, the beats were put out like many, 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 many years ago. Anyway, I... I, I, at some point I looked and people started asking me, look, dude, how much are your beats? And I'm like, but dude, I've put out 17 free beats. What, you know, what more do you want? What more could you want? And then they would say things like, I want something that's just for me. Something that's exclusively mine. And then that's when it hit me. I was like, ah, oh, okay, cool. There's a demand. Now that there's a demand, I can build on that demand. I didn't take the beats down yet. I started selling. Started selling um, more and more and more and more and more. But I kept those free beats up there. Then it got to a point where I was like, you know what? Me having free beats up is actually tarnishing my, the whole me trying to sell beats thing. So at that, at that point, I was like, okay, cool. Now I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to take down the free beats. I took down the 17 free beats. And from there, yeah. I, you know, I just slowly started to build my prices up. 
initially I think my beats must have been 250 bucks yeah I built up to about 500 rand there I built up to was it I think I from 500 I tried to jump to 800 but that was too much of a jump I realized that later on so I had to bring it back down to 600 um, then from there I think I went up to 800 quite confidently um, then from there I went up to 1.2 1200 rand then from there um, when I was getting I was I kept on coming into windfalls so me making money wasn't so important it was more trying to build the brand so I then pushed the price up to 2k and it's been up there as long as I can remember maybe actually no 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 it's actually been about a year a year and a bit that it's been up at that price uh, of 2k um, yeah so that demand was there and the demand grew and as the demand grew if I got to a point where there were 500 it was 500 rand a beat and you know people were bashing my door down to get these beats I knew that I was doing something good I was doing something good but then I needed to control it otherwise I'm I'm undercutting myself at that point I pushed the price up just a little bit just a little bit just a little bit just a little bit and there'll always be a dip in sales and that's fine you can dip in sales but I'd much rather um, sell uh, a few less beats at a higher price because what that does is it paves the way for me to start selling beats at an even higher price at a later stage right and if the demand is there then by all means charge what you need to charge now you might be thinking you know what dude you're talking absolute nonsense because my beats are only 150 bucks and I can't manage to get a single client my question to you is then what is the problem on your side the problem is not with people remember people are always going to be people and they're always going to be in particular environments and that's just going to dictate if you are in um, a place that you know you don't necessarily get a whole bunch of you know money people maybe you're a student and the, uh, it's difficult for them to come to, uh, to come into money then you need to take that into consideration so you might feel that your beats are worth 5k each but you cannot charge other students 5k because you're not going to make a sale which is why I, sometimes I wonder when people I see people charging like 25k for a beat and then I speak to them and I'm like okay cool now let's let's break it down now I want you to be 100% honest with me how many beat sales have you had this year and they'll say one and I'll look at it and I'll say even if you are even if it is 25k for that one beat you're selling you're making you should be pretty much making beats every day if you're serious about it and out of 365 days you sell one beat at that amount whereas in a situation like mine I have I need to sell 12 beats it's a little bit more I need to put in a little bit more work in terms of the beat sales but people are more willing to spend 2k than 25k so I, like, I hope that I hope that makes sense that you don't necessarily have to you know you you feel that you're worth a certain amount and that's fine I feel like my beats should at least be 10k each that's just me that's my honest opinion I know people who feel their beats should be 25 maybe 50k sure that's your opinion as well skill whatever it is but at the same time look at the look at the environment you're in I'm dealing with a lot of independent artists so they don't have that label money where they can put down a budget and say look this is what we're gonna pay you for all of these beats um, they're sitting in positions where the money is coming out of their own pocket 
they are going to work, they are busy telling you. So what I do is I try and give them you know, a little bit of leeway. I might tell them, look, let's make a payment plan for you, just to make life easier for them. That way I can, um, I can get rid of barriers, right? Now, another thing that might be hampering you if your beats 150 rand and you, can, you still cannot manage to make a sale, you might just have too many barriers up. You might have a bad attitude, or you might be one of those people that are like, I'm only here to talk business, I don't care about anything else. As much as you feel like you're a business person and you know, it's important that you uphold your business acumen and you know, people need to understand that you're serious, you're dealing with people. And any person-centered business, which is almost every business in the world right now, you have to have a touch of, um, uh, you have to have a touch of empathy. Empathy is the word. You need to understand people's situations because the more empathy you have for someone's situation, the more trust you can build and the faster you can build that trust. I know that people trust my work, but it's, well, a lot of the time it's because people trust me. I give out extra advice. I do all kinds of things. I try and go the extra mile to make sure that these people trust in my work and they trust that I'm not there just trying to make a quick buck. And I'm not, right? And I think people appreciate that. They appreciate that. And I know a lot of people, I know a lot of uh, producers that I've spoken to before, and artists actually, that will say one thing and they'll pretend to be all, you know, I am, um, I'm here for the people and that kind of thing. But behind closed doors, when they're talking to artists or other producers, they are ruthless and they don't really care about anything except for the bottom line and themselves, right? And it always comes out. It always exposes itself. It's, it's great because at the end of the day, the people who were winning are always going to win uh, because they understand that point and they win for much longer. Over and above that, your 150 Rand beats might not be working because you don't provide the same service that other people do. I might say to a person, look, I'm able to... Um, I don't know, you might have a service that you offer. You're mixing and mastering. I'm mixing and mastering, but over and above the mixing and the mastering, I will give you all your versions for free. And I state that. I'll say, I'll give you your cleans, I'll give you... And sure, you might do it too, but mention it. It's a service. Give it in as a value-added service that you will do your clean versions, you'll do all the versions that are ready for iTunes, ready for everything. Simplify other people's lives and watch how much they gravitate towards you. It's very, very simple. Um, go the extra mile. I know I've got people who hit me up and they are happy to do work with me because they know that sitting in the session is more than just getting the track recorded. I've sat in sessions where there's, um, where the person who's recording is just tracking. They are tracking, they're just there to track. They're there to click the button and say, look, this is a good take, this is a bad take, please do it again. Okay, are we going to do backups now? Great. Are we doing ad-libs? Great. Are we done? Great. I'll mix it, I'll send it to the mixing engineer, and then you'll get it in a week from now. You've done your work, but out of five, you've done three out of five in terms of your work. For you to get five out of five, you need to go in and look where you can add in value-added services. When people sit with me, the first thing I'll ask them is, you know, who are you? What are you about? And then from there, I'll, we'll get into the music. After the music, I'll say, okay, cool, it's a wrap. Um, but uh, what's your marketing plan? 
going forward. Then they'll tell me, they'll be like, what? Oh, okay, cool. Well, I haven't really thought about it, but this is what I want to do. And then I'm able to then step in and say, look, maybe try this, try this, try that. Try these avenues as well. They're free or they cost this much and it might help you push a bit further. Also, during a session, when someone wants you to produce them, produce them. And don't just say, I don't like that take for the sake of not liking the take. Give feedback. Look, I didn't like the energy in this take here. Uh, I believe that the, 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 I believe that your delivery could have been better. Or look, listen to this take as opposed to the one that you did in the first verse. This take here is a lot more, and it's got a lot more energy. So I think what we should do is let's keep this one here and let's go back to the first verse and let's do the let's redo it so that it matches the energy of the second verse. That's the kind of feedback and the kind of involvement that people appreciate. It's tiring, yes, it is, but you know, it's nothing good ever easy uh, and then the artist um, uh, they appreciate it right same with the music producer I've got artists that I prefer to work with I I've got people that I prefer to have in studio over and above others because they don't treat me like I am a button pusher or you know they they just the, their general demeanor their general behavior is it's good that's why I enjoy having them in studio. Sure, again, business is business, and people always say that, but I always say that those people that say business is business and that's it and that's all I care about, they don't get to make those lasting connections. They don't get to, um, they don't op- they're not opening, them, opening themselves up to good situations, but it's only because they're closing themselves off to any bad situation that they think is gonna come. It's gonna arise from them actually giving a damn or actually trying to go the extra mile, you know? So, yeah, I just say try and work on your demand. Make people want to work with you. And there's so many more things that you can do to make people actually look and say, I want to go back to that place. I like the environment. There was this one studio where they, are, they allowed you to bring your friends in. There's even a couch with a PlayStation. And if you felt like, you know, it was becoming a little bit too difficult to work, then you could jump in, sit, chill, use the PlayStation. Um, just you know to relax yourself a little bit and you know it's a nice it's a nice touch you know those are the kind of things that people appreciate Um, yeah so look at what you can do to improve uh, improve your service and yeah you'll find that you actually um, you get a whole lot more done and people you know like you they like your work a lot more and the demand is there therefore you can charge then you just build on whatever it is that you've built um yeah so if you want to send me an email or you want to tell me about a situation where something similar happened to you you can hit me up on uh, business at silasbeats.info or you can head through to www.silasbeats.info um, my cell phone number is there you can message me and yeah we can keep the conversation going peace